Ramble. Guys, we have one wild episode for you. Get ready. Pretty basic. Hey guys, what is up? It is Remy. And it's Alicia. And we are coming to you yet again from the couch with the Squishmallows. I love them. We are here to intro the episode today that I will be honest, I left this recording thinking, you know, Rem, it's okay. You can you can keep some things to yourself. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. I'm dead. I realized, you know what? I just, I love being open with people mm-hmm. and I love sharing stories mm-hmm. Um and you know what? I was a little embarrassed at how much I did spill. Oh, by the way, today's episode is a collab, a pod swap between. Um, it is our very first pod swap. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. If you guys don't know, when two podcasters have a podcast and they want to, you know, it's like a collab, but a pod swap is the proper terms for the podcast world. Live, love, laugh, pod swap. Live, love, laugh, pod swap. Basically, if you guys are fans of the DIY queen herself, Lord DIY, she has a podcast with her boyfriend, Jeremy Lewis. Bear. We love Lauren. We love Jer Bear. And we were so excited to do this episode. And today's episode we thought would be the perfect time because Jeremy is indeed and very open about it Mm -hmm. with all of us. And so we thought that it'd be fun and also obviously open with you guys about how in the past he was a little bit of a fuck boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, we took this opportunity to roast said fuck boy. Not yes. really. We didn't mean to roast, but we kind of roasted. But we really just had some questions. And like we've done episodes before in the past about fuckboys. We've had Cal come on and answer some questions. But we, we've we never talked to an actual ex-fuckboy. Also, I don't even have that many like straight guys in my life. Yeah, no. Jeremy Mark's like my third friend. And one of them <laughs> includes Cal. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> so it was just interesting to get inside a straight guy's head of why a guy might do something, whether he had already personally felt that before himself or just knowing friends or whatever. Um, So it was really funny. So definitely um, buckle in, send this to someone who you feel like might need it. You know, no context, just sends the fuckboy episode (laughs) to a friend. (laughs) Just give them a timestamp. Also, we did indeed, again, record an episode over on Wild Till Nine and they did also film it. We are working on videos for Pretty Basic coming. I'm not going to say soon because I'm not sure when they're coming and I don't want to say that I'm kidding we are going to work on them though but if you guys want to watch the video then watch over on the wild till nine YouTube channel and Lauren and Jeremy we love you thank you for having us on and uh let's roll the episode pretty basic hello oh my god are we going (laughs) this is it everyone drum roll please we have on the couch. one very, very wild episode today. Am I right, Remy? Only till nine, though. Only till nine. Yeah, then we got to go home. <laughs> they got jokes. Thank you. We didn't, that one's not on the one-sheeter. Um, we are joined by our wonderful friends, Lauren and Jeremy, who do indeed have their own podcast called... Oh, it's me. Oh, it's me. But I feel like you've got a better radio voice. You do it. You do it. No, no, no. You do it. Wow, but I do first half. You do you have a good you radio kind of voice. Have a, yeah, that yeah, was a I good know. voice. He's got a good ass radio voice. By the time one of us says it, they'll all have logged it's off. It's Wild Till Nine. Wild Till Nine, bitch. Wild Till Nine, baby. We're not swearing on this episode. Right. Uh, keep it clean. I, I'm, you can. I'm, keep it clean. It's not bitch. Wild, not Wild Till Nine, not bitch. 
happened? How did I do? Did it go well? So far, <laughs> our, so our good. only chance at promotion on the PB podcast. Hey guys, we're from Wildfield Nine. Uh, we're super excited to be here. <laughs> See, you should have just done it from the beginning. I don't know no, why. Yeah, but then it would have been funny. No, okay. this is. I like watching this banter. Like, I was like this back forth, back forth, back forth. <laughs> Okay, guys, if you are not familiar with a wild duo, why they are wild till nine, we have Lauren, Laura DIY, and Jeremy. I thought for a second you forgot my name. No, I was gonna, um, I was gonna say her boyfriend, Jeremy, and I was like, I don't know, do you guys like, no, literally, I mean? the joke on our podcast is like in every article when we launched the pod, it was like Laura DIY and boyfriend, so now we just. Aww. You're just the boyfriend. Yeah, but no, it's so, whoa, 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 whoa. so it's like no, no, no. I didn't no. say it. I get to be the boyfriend. <gasps> that was so yo, he's wow. laying it on thick. He is laying it on. Don't fall for this <laughs> shit. He is laying it on thick. He's trying to make a good impression on the PB audience. Just 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 wait. Okay, go, go. Also, I love this episode is about fuck boys. I was just gonna I say, gonna say. <laughs> I feel attacked. We haven't even begun. We I haven't st- yeah. No, this we'll is give you one point for that, though. That was kind of good. One point for me. One point. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways, Let's go. they have a, a podcast. <laughs> they have a podcast, so definitely go subscribe to it. But we are finally doing a crossover pod because they have a podcast. We got a podcast. Pretty basic listeners. We, dare I say, we did do an episode about fuckboys a few months ago. We did. Well, we've done... Um, a couple that are, I feel like a little reminiscent of what we want to do today. We have done an episode on fuckboys, which we didn't take. We did indeed take advice from men's health, which <laughs> we don't think that was, um, a representation. Good? Yeah. No, I don't know. When you say men's you mean like the magazine? Like the magazine. <laughs> like the shirtless like dude. I found, and, I found articles. <laughs> we found articles because we don't have any straight guy friends. I should have consulted you. You know what? No, I you were in for a treat because today, live, we have a real life ex fuck There's your intro. That's a much better intro. Lauren and fuck boy start new. No, okay. I just, before, like, in all seriousness, Jeremy was an ex fuck boy, now recovered. I think I think that's literally an episode title. Recovering ex fuckboy? No, you've recovered. Past tense. Mm. Jeremy's uh. a great boyfriend. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and how do you feel like you did? You know, just, let's move on. Let's move on. Well, you know, What's we next? didn't even promo. We are doing an episode with them on Wild Till Nine, and they do indeed film their podcast as well. So check it out on YouTube. Go watch it. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. Thanks, Remy. Can we? Well, <laughs> we didn't do a promo. We didn't tell everyone. Do you guys remember back in the day when in like kids cartoons when like uh like scooby-doo would be on another like yes. cartoon and yes. they would do crossovers yes. now i'm thinking of hannah montana and sweet life of zach and cody exactly. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah yeah this Iconic. is what it feels like yeah i mean no one else is gonna think that is gonna be the case with us but <laughs> it's really cool to think about In are we scooby and scrappy doo wait what do are we scrappy you're definitely scrappy He's i'm scrappy doo you're scooby doo okay can i be pebbles <laughs> Well, that's okay, a, so we got Flintstones. Flintstones. We do crossover. Do you remember that one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was too young. A oh. baby. <laughs> Fuck a off. baby. Anyways, can we get a little intro from you guys in case, you know, some of the Pretty Basic listeners do not know you, would love to, you know, hear who you are, all that stuff. Lauren, I feel like they all know you. But you know what? They may not. 
I, I, you know what, Jeremy, take it away. Take it away. I can't wait to hear you go off on this. What? No, you go. You go. No one fucking knows who I am. Right. So tell, tell the people, tell the good people of PB Hi, who you are. Hi, my name's Ann Boyfriend. It's great to meet everybody. <laughs> and if you watch our podcast, you'll think the same thing. Yeah. Well, okay. So um, I'm a YouTuber from the same era as Remy and Alicia. And era? From the same era, from the same decade. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Ew, how nice way to age us. Um, and now I talk about dicks and sex Whoa. and all the things on our podcast, not on PB, not on PB. Oh, well, now you feel like you're holding back on PB and that, which is just rude. I'm not holding back. I'm just going to be less vulgar. Okay. Filters. So I love it. So far, how do we feel like we're not being vulgar? Well, yeah. Well, when half of this ends hey, up my bleeped. my name's Lauren. I used to do crafts. Now I talk about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, PB? What's up, PB? <laughs> Here, let's do that thing real quick. Okay. You describe me and I'll describe you. Love it. Okay. Ooh, 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 okay. Cute, cute, cute. Jeremy is um, an ex-frat president who can also randomly sing like a Disney prince, had a small stint on reality TV doing acapella um, in like a whole group. Like not just Jeremy doing acapella, but like a whole ass group. I think acapella means a group. Oh, does it mean a group? Yeah. Well, I don't think one person can do it all. Oh, you're right. Right. Because you need multiple voices. <laughs> can we confirm? That, yeah, that's no. You're everyone's wrong. But oh, yeah, let's really? Keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? Anyway, acapella just means without a backing instrumental track. So like, not like zoom 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 zoom. zoom, zoom. <gasps> we just watched it. We just watched it. Like acapella is like voices only. Okay, got it. So you okay? Anyway, had a small stint reality TV uh, in an acapella group within college. Every time you do this, it's like great. You've taken us to 2013. I'm getting there. I'm giving people a recap. Okay. You just have like a lot of layers, and it's like you're like an onion, lots of layers. Gotta so we have peel them back. Yeah, peel them back. So we've got X Frat Boy. We've got um, reality TV. Yeah, we established singer. both of those things. Let's yeah. I'm getting to the next onion <laughs> layer. Oh my god! Stop rushing me. And then um, worked in music for a little bit, and now you work in tech. And now you're and boyfriend on the Wild Soul Nine podcast. My greatest accomplishment to date. And Moose's dad. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna piss people off. And well, you know, we're not here to uh, entertain relationships that are five years old. So let's Ooh, go. Well said, <gasps> Lauren. Oh my God! Can't wait for Tiger Beat to pick that one up. <laughs> J14, Jeff yeah, Garrett yeah. Jr. Yeah. The T is hot. <laughs> We're looking at you, J14. <laughs> okay, go. You're gonna do my intro now. Would you like me to do your intro? Yeah, okay. hype me up, babe. Gas Lauren. me up. Oh wait, what's gas me up? Gas you me up, up challenge. Gas you up challenge. Gas her up. And of course, I know what the gas me up challenge is, but for the <laughs> listeners at home, <laughs> let's explain it for them. You know, it's just a time where you you give someone in your life, you know, a little gas you up section. You While know, like you're filling moment. your car up with gas, yeah. you uncultured. On uh, Alicia Marie vlogs, in case you watch it. Um, As some, if I'm not subscribed, uh, but keep duh, going. Duh. I know you watch every single vlog. Um, you know, anytime I'm gassing up my car while it's, it's you know, filling up, I'll vlog and I'll pick someone in my life to, you know, shout out and just hype them up. So it's like the gas you up challenge. Do you have a nickname for your Aston Martin? Um, Ashton. That's Miss so nice. That, just, just Ashton? Ashton Marie, to be exact. Oh, exotic. <laughs> She's a Marie. Lauren. <clears throat> Here we go. Yeah. Well, just awkward segue to this. Um, or as Lauren likes to call it. Segu. Segu. <laughs> and for those who know that, real ones. Um, Lauren is, I always describe her as the creative director of her own life. Oh. And. Hang on. Sarcasm is coming. No. Uh, there's zero sarcasm here. <laughs> okay. And I would say that she's in the middle of a bit of a, um, a transition phase. But, you know, we knew her for the last eight years as the craft girl. Mm-hmm. And now we know her as the craft girl who fucks. I Let's love go. that. Let's go. <laughs> Is that it? 
I will I, mean, I will accept that as my intro. Yeah, I don't I mean realistically if you want to, to learn more then head on over to Wild to Nine or Lord DIY and hit that subscribe button you'll learn more. Wow or Craft on HBO Max. <laughs> Can I not plug that? Plug away but oh, okay, good. Now. <laughs> I got in trouble. You know it'd be if we really went through all of our accomplishments, it'd be a two hour podcast. Aww. So fuck boys. Today we're gonna talk about <laughs> 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 Okay, no, I really wanna know. When Alicia and I started the pod a couple years ago, it was flex. I always, <laughs> I always think about the one meeting that we had that was with our team about you know like what happens if you know you guys get into a fight. What happens if like this happens? Da, 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 da. How has it been thus far starting a business together as a in a relationship? And also, have there been any roadblocks thus far? Ooh, go me. Yeah. Um. I would say the number one thing that we've learned is that like if one of our energies is off on filming day, mm. we just need to abandon like the recording that day. And I'm sure you guys, it's the same thing for you guys too. It's like, it's what, it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship, but like if one of us is not feeling the vibe, it's going to be a shitty ass podcast. Mm. Yeah. Don't try and save it. There's like no point in like saving right. like that recording that day. Like it's not worth the emotional bullshit that comes along with like one person feeling like they need to shoulder it for the other one. Mm. It just, it, no. Well, okay. and what's crazy is there's, there's been plenty of episodes where one of us will leave afterwards, specifically more like pre-COVID when we were in the studio and one of us would kind of have to carry the episode more, but we just knew the other one was going through it. However, we also don't live together. So I feel like it also made it easier to be like, okay, we're going to do this. You know, maybe Rem had to carry the episode because I was in a mood or something like that. But then it's like, okay, we go home and debrief and kind of like, you know, get it together. But like living together, too, I feel like that has to make it even more living together and in a pandemic, meaning you don't leave. Yeah. So I can see how it's like more important to be like, you know what? We're not even going to go there. Like, let's just not. I will say what's interesting about Lauren is that she has this like uncanny natural ability to make business decisions faster than anyone that I know probably faster wow. than I should yeah like, <laughs> like, talk, I don't know. like and I'll, I'll I, this is the real gasser up so the when you're the not cool not uh, I have no leverage in this situation like realistically I'm the one coming in who has a job in tech she's the one that comes in and this is what she does she's she has a massive audience it was interesting when we started like the quote-unquote business quiet on set um so sorry. when we started the business like everyone on Lauren's team told her to take 51% and give me 49. And I mm-hmm. also said, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And Lauren, no, we're not doing that. It's 50-50. You don't have wow. the business. I don't have the business. It, 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 to her own detriment, almost, in the sense that she's one, like, she was the one fighting for this, what she felt was fair, which I see, um, but not everyone would do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she just like came to that decision by herself and was like, we're going to do this. I think also we have a good working relationship in that like the things that I'm good at like I think the creative side of like doing like the thumbnails and like yeah. the design assets and all that stuff like I handle that and then when it comes to tech I don't know how to press a single button on anything we do on tech related stuff and Jeremy picks up where I leave off. We do like all of my like biggest weaknesses are her biggest strengths. That's I perfect, know you guys wanted though. the tea there, and unfortunately... No, I think that's great. I mean, we haven't had any issues no, yet so either. I mean, in our contract, there's a clause. that I remember being so scared seeing it for the first time. It's like, if they are to like have a friendship breakup, then blah, 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 blah. And we're like, what does this mean? But like, it makes sense. But, um, but yeah, that's so interesting. Oh, my God. And also, like, we sat down in the most nerdy of ways before we like actually started this thing and like listed out like, what is our number one priority? Like, is it yeah. making money? Yeah. Or is it being happy together yeah and it was being happy together you we know, basically said like if there's ever like a shift in that where it becomes about money then just stop the podcast yeah, just, yeah abandon it yeah
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Moving on, we'd like to talk about the history of you two. <laughs> Alicia, do the, do the hand motion that you wanted. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, a little, a little preface to how long have you guys been together now? Forever. Mm, it feels like forever. Honestly, we just like <laughs> I, I genuinely. Uh, so uh, two and something, two years and something. Yeah, it's two years and something. Two and years when did you start change. the podcast? Probably about a year into dating. Damn. Oh wait, no, no, no. no. a year and a half. We okay. Wait, so we it took it took us like ninety five years to get all of like the startup stuff going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say over a year and a half before is that right do i have this wrong uh, you want to go go no so, i don't know uh lauren had a quarter life crisis new year's eve of 2019 going into 2020 yes can and, confirm and then she decided she wanted to start a podcast that talks about penis <laughs> with her boyfriend <laughs> and here i am i mean and who else <laughs> then we filed for an llc in february of last year okay called right swipe because we wanted to call the show the right swipe. The book. The, the airport book. Right. book. The book. And the then our book. lawyer came back and said, if you want to go against like match group and everybody else, this is a great way to do that because Tinder owns the right swipe. And so it took six months Wait, after Tinder that. does? So Swiping Tinder right. and Bumble are yeah. both fighting over the trademark swipe right. And so even though oh, we were the reverse God. of that, it's like it was too oh, messy to even get involved. I thought it was just involved. because of the book this whole time. No, no, no. Because no, that's a separate different category yeah. for trademarking. So they weren't actually the issue. It was Bumble and Tinder just oh. being like yep. massive conglomerates in like the media space that there was just no world where A, we could afford lawyers to like go up against them and Makes B, sense. it's just like too lazy. Like no. Oof. Yeah. Damn. So wild till nine. So and then so we started six though. months later in August of last year we started. So it's was been our like first six episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I say. Okay, awesome. We've never shared that part of the story. I well, I was thinking about people at home who are thinking I want to start a podcast and they hear LLCs and trademarks and they're like, wait, what? Because obviously you don't have to like trademark it, but especially because we're all doing other business things. When you actually think about longevity, or if you want to have a book with it, or if you want to have like spinoffs or like merch shows or like whatever and merch, too, yeah, like that is important, which is crazy to think about because it's so much more than just. A podcast. Oh my god! Actually, I can I complain? Yes, please. <laughs> go off, babe. It's about you. Uh oh! <gasps> Don't go off, babe. Don't yeah. go off. Babe. Keep it no. in <laughs> You know what sucks about having a badass girlfriend? Oh, okay. If I wanted to start a podcast with one of my friends, it would cost you know a set whatever it costs to get you know a couple mics and record and push it out because we're not. I'm not worth suing. Lauren 
because she's like this multi-million dollar just brand that's just fucking killing it. Like she has to protect any and everything that she does in her business. Mm-hmm. So like it costs a ton of money to like set it up the right way, quote unquote. Yeah. What he's like, trying to say is make sure to click all of our ads in the <laughs> YouTube videos because we still haven't made a single dollar. No, my point is like working with you who like has like a track record of a ton of success actually is really difficult to get oh, it's, you off it's, the ground. It's messy and difficult and there's so many different parties involved between like lawyers, trademark lawyers, business managers, managers, uh, contracts. contracts. Yeah. Right. It's, it's so much more work. Because like anyone at home, if you really want to start a podcast, just start one. Yeah, it's not it's that a, hard. It's the difference between a passion project and an actual business. Right. Yeah. So that's my complaint by the fact that you're, you know, obviously great. I'm annoying. Yeah, I get it. Well, your words. <laughs> Alicia, why is there a hook coming out of your ceiling? So I had a hanging chair there, and then that was old Alicia. That was boho. That was old. Alicia. Did you have boho stage two? Yes, not as much, but I did. Lauren is still getting out of her boho stage. No, I would say we're no. out. Okay, we're out. Okay, we're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I thought out. about putting a disco ball there. <gasps> Ooh, that's fun for pictures. I want to do a video where I turn my living room into a club. I think you. you should. <laughs> Wait, COVID is just you been too should. long. Doesn't the, the club? disco ball need to be in the middle though? Oh, well, well, I'm not. I already have a hook. <laughs> well, you gotta get the hook. You're right. Yeah, you know. Okay. You know. Sorry, that's not good for anyone at home on the audio side. But Alicia has a like it's a fine. a heavy duty fucking hook coming mm-hmm. out of her ceiling. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's all. There's a beam. It'll it'll hold. It'll hold. And for all weight. seven of you who are left, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Rich editing this is having a field day. Um. Okay, but now thinking about the fact that Lauren. You've had a public relationship before. I know we don't talk about it, but we don't talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> How was, were you nervous when you guys talked about even starting a podcast? Cause that's still, you know, putting something public with a significant other. hundred. Okay. So I've, I've explained this before a few times. And so like, I feel like I've really nailed down like the semantics of it. So when you have a relationship that is very vlog based, especially daily vlogs, and this happens like subconsciously, like I feel like maybe now for some creators, they're like doing it on purpose. But like when we were vlogging so much of my past relationship, you accidentally create this narrative that gives off like the perfect relationship. Yes. And you create these like crazy high standards and expectations for what a, re- what a relationship. Flowers every morning. Flowers every, well, I don't know. Well. <laughs> I remember the backyard snow, that yeah. the snow thing. The snow thing. Luckily that was a brand deal. And I think we ended up splitting that You literally money. sound like you're <gasps> describing the plot to WandaVision right now. Like you're like creating a false you, narrative. You literally yeah. create a false narrative. And again, whether it's conscious or subconsciously, you create this false narrative. And so like when... It just it just sets the standards wrong for everyone that's watching and everyone that is also in a relationship. Yeah. So like, why isn't it this perfect? And so like I got out of that being like, I will never do that again because mm-hmm. it's not healthy for me. It's yeah. not healthy for the relationship. It's not healthy for viewers. So I think like what's majorly different about doing the podcast with Jeremy is that we're having real ass conversations yeah. that are not so much based around our relationship. Like obviously we share like funny stories and stuff, but it's our opinions on things that matter. Usually. I mean, we definitely talk about like vulgar stuff that it's more just like entertainment based, Mm -hmm. but even if we were to break up, nothing would change about the things that we had potentially given advice about Mm, or spoken to. I love that. Yeah. So it's just like, it's, it's just a totally different dynamic that like, if we were to break up tomorrow, I wouldn't regret any of the things that we had said on the podcast. Yeah. I love that. Anything to add on that? That, that was perfect. <laughs> I think also to add to that, back when you were vlogging, like obviously we knew you when you were vlogging your daily vlogs and then we know you now. And 
your core values and like what you talk about on the podcast, I feel like you would have said years ago too. Mm-hmm. It's just that you felt There's like you had to censor yourself, which we talk about all the time about how like <laughs> we've, had, we've had like our quarter life crises where we're like, oh my God, we want to like share more of ourselves. And that's how we, I feel like I was able to finally talk about anything like sexualated or anything like that on this podcast and I never would have talked about it on YouTube so it's cool to see that through your podcast as well you're able to open up more about yourself but like you as a person haven't changed yeah 100% and I think that like that was the disconnect for so many viewers too is like they would catch tiny glimpses yes. of like what I was actually like and then they'd see this like fake narrative of like these daily vlogs where I'm like screaming like acting like a fucking 16 year old yeah. and then now everyone's like Oh, you are normal. Oh, you're having sex. Oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it just, I feel like I finally got to like meet my, like my brand finally got to keep like match what I was actually, yes, it's catching up. Literally, that's exactly how Mm -hmm. it feels. Oh my God. Okay. Fast forwarding. You meet a guy. You heard he has a past. (laughs) (laughs) Who are we talking about now? I don't know. (laughs) How was that? You know what? I um I I think that a lot of guys need to go through a hoe phase. Like I think it's I think everyone does. So that's what <laughs> we are going to be talking about in today's episode everyone. <laughs> Buckle in, insert the ad here, whatever. You know what? We're going through it. Grab some popcorn. Uh, maybe tag Now's the time you should text this episode to a friend. I know you're thinking about someone. There is someone in your mind where you're like, damn, they need to hear this. I'm thinking about them. I'm going to send this to them. Not the fuck boy, a friend who needs it. You know, someone who's been personally victimized. Why'd you look at me? <laughs> no, by a Jeremy. <laughs> by a Jeremy. I think we're going to use the word fuck boy. Sure. Yeah. They're yeah. not synonymous These, at all. Yeah. Oh, no, good. no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But going back to your question, I think that there are so many guys in particular, and I think girls need this too, but for some reason, I think it's an ego thing for a lot of guys where they need to run through a hoe phase for- Oh my God. What? Run through a hoe phase? Sprint to be exact. Sprint through a hoe Sprint. phase. <laughs> Or maybe it's a long distance run. I don't know. Whatever, whatever you need to do to get that out of your system. I feel like a yeah, lot of I guys. Yeah, I had a whole marathon. He had, you a, had sprint, a marathon. He sprinted the marathon though. Mm-hmm. Sprinted the mar- right. It was a long time Triathlon. and it was fast. <laughs> long time and fast. Okay, so what I would love to talk about is not just we'll we'll get to the depths of it all, but what's the journey, the curve? You know, like where does the start of the fuckboy? Stage and start. for everyone at home, I want you to just. Alicia's got this great hand movement <laughs> yes. going on. It looks like she's like petting an exotic cat. Uh, it's like a, a curve. Cat. Yeah, like exotic. Um, Rolling hills. What do Rolling you think? Hills. Mm-hmm. We're just going to be putting you on blast this entire episode. I hope that's fine. Okay. No, no, okay. So you're I've experience done, and history. I've done an episode with Cal before where I asked him some of these questions that we will be asking you. I listened to that episode. Oh, you did? I did. Sweet. Sorry, Cal had. No answers whatsoever. <laughs> Absolutely no answers. But, you know, okay, but here's the thing. I think Cal has an answer for guys who didn't go into this phase with as much of an agenda. Mm. What was your agenda? I, that that answers so one of my questions yeah, that's already. That's so concerning. Is, what, what does that mean? Because Cal did indeed have a hoe phase. Right. But it, I, I can definitely tell you, like, even if yours and his numbers were the same, it would have still been different. Right. So what was your agenda? have as much fun in whatever capacity until I didn't want to do it anymore. Now, was that a conscious decision or did you just one day notice like, oh, this is what I'm doing? Um, I think it wasn't a conscious decision. Like I am now going to have sex. (laughs) I think it was like now. Okay. Does everyone remember listening in the room? The first, like before your first kiss, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the idea of a kiss was like, 
a, a mountain to climb. Mm-hmm. But then once you had a kiss, well, you, you've climbed that mountain before. I mm-hmm. like what I think you're about to say. I just like keep going. She's grinning. I'm holding my breath. <laughs> but like, I know, I but know. like you're like, oh, I liked that. I'm gonna do that again. I'm also mm-hmm. thinking about right. my high school boyfriend right now. Same, literally same. Really? Shout out Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Joey. I'll fucking kill him. Um, I'm just kidding. Hi, Joey. Uh, he's a big Pretty Basic fan, so we don't yeah. call him out like that. Joey. Hey, Joey. Um, like and subscribe. Uh, no, but like you, like you like dip your toe in the pool, and you're like, ooh, I liked that. And you just kind of keep doing it, but you don't realize that you, you're doing it a lot, and it's mm. consuming part of your life until you're already on autopilot doing Got it. it. Got so it's it. like, I think a lot of fuckboys in particular aren't, like going out to like I'm gonna ruin lives Mm -hmm. they're doing what they think is fun for themselves and not taking into consideration anybody else's feelings while they're doing it Mm. so I think sometimes you need to just fucking like stop someone in their tracks and go what you're doing is hurting other people and until they actually hear that and think about it they never like give it any energy but also okay like I think not to defend the fuck boys of the world because like no fuck them that's yeah that's what I'm saying screw them (laughs) um but i think that some people need to go through that selfish phase and whether that looks like having a sprint through a hoe phase or just like taking time to do whatever they need to do like i feel like some people need that like selfish period to just do what's best for them and like unfortunately i think that means like running through other people's lives and like but messing stuff up (laughs) it's just all fun until someone gets hurt however like no one i feel like most people don't intentionally go into it wanting to hurt exactly exactly but then you're there and you're like oh shit but do you think i feel like when i've had my past experiences with said fuck boys they knew what they were doing i know i know okay but i think that situation was because it was like a more long-term fuckboy situation i feel like that was more strategic and i think he was more like psychopath level than like hmm. keep it going bitch are we talking about me no 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 i'm saying that like i think that scenario because it was more long-term fuckboy like mm. he was literally just like throwing remy in different directions the entire time but that was like on a psychopath level yeah but i think some dudes have I think you're conflating being a fuckboy and being um a hoe for a night emotionally unavailable emotionally unavailable but also like the his interest uh he was probably more interested in feeling like he was in control of the situation 100%. as opposed to the sex Wait. okay one because like for me as a fuck not boy, you solving my years of trauma with one sentence <laughs> oh my no, like, god she gets it printed and framed <laughs> i get it made as a neon sign above my bed i turn it on for cal every night yeah and cal's like so that's gonna stay here huh <laughs> i don't know cal is it not no it, no it will uh, no but like i can confirm when I was in the height of my fuckboy phase, I just liked having sex and fucking mm. around and getting drunk and doing whatever. Like, in fact, the thought of being in control of a situation made me feel like I had a little bit more of like, like part of it, which actually mm. wouldn't have been interesting to me. Like, I just wanted to go do more of what I was already doing. That guy coming back and wanting to like just test the water every single time he like felt to you kind of like slipping away. That's a whole other can of fucking power words. ego thing. He was in love with me, is what you're saying. Ugh, he was insecure and needs uh, <laughs> therapy. 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 Okay. okay, so so far we've definitely distinguished that there are different kinds of fuckboys. Right. So just want to fuck around, have sex, don't care. Ones that are emotionally unavailable and are playing with your feelings for control. Right. And it's probably mm. a void of their own childhood. We need to make a graphic. We should have Haley make a graphic that goes on the PB thing. That you know, it's like, or is this you? Yes, no, like oh, one of those things. Funny. And it all ends to fuckboy. <laughs> what kind of fuckboy are you? Like a Venn diagram of just yeah. like yes. how much of a fuckboy yes, you yes. are. Yes, yes, emotionally yeah. unavailable fuckboy. Fuckboy mm-hmm. that just wants to have sex. Yeah. Yep. 
And sometimes bag. you get two to three. <laughs> yeah. Three to three. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they all meet in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, according to my men's health article that I did indeed <laughs> mention earlier, um, they describe a fuckboy as a fuckboy is all about getting his dick wet. True or false? Hmm. That's true. True. Absolutely true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not false. I think because even means thinking true. back to the emotionally unavailable guy, the end goal was only to have sex. That was it. I.e. fuckboy. That guy? The, the psychopath we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Um, I mean, how long did this go on? Too long. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> Too long, uh, baby. Probably like a year. Okay. And do you know if he was doing this to other people as well? Mm. Not confirmed, but for a long time, I would bet money now. Mm, that's a whole other can of worms. Oh, shit. Okay. So there's layers. So clearly they're smarter than we like give them credit for. No, no, no. We're not any smarter than you give them credit for. We. <laughs> we. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah it, it's, hi, my name is Jeremy, and I was definitely a fuckboy. <laughs> no, like, I think the year long thing with you, that to me is like, it's a. Because if you're a fuckboy, you don't the, care. You don't. You wouldn't care enough about somebody else's, like, keeping somebody else's attention and feelings. Would you listen to my podcast when I dropped it for the first three episodes, including the ads, and then text me about them? <laughs> Lol. Yeah, like, actually, not for absolutely. personal experience that we're speaking know, to, but asking but, um, for a friend. Yeah, no, totally. Like, in, asking for in this arbitrary experience that didn't actually happen, probably. Um, <laughs> that's weird. That's control. No, yeah, that's weird. <gasps> that's weird. I would like. Uh-uh. N- that's so foreign to me. I mean, that just means that there's. Either it's like feelings and or like ego wanting to hear about themselves. But like I would even go so far to say is like the 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 women that I think in the past that I whether it was an accident or not like hurt their feelings by the way that I acted. Mm. I'm so ashamed of that. I almost want to pretend and never interact or hear about anything with them again because mm. I'm embarrassed because I I feel like I fucked up. Oh. So the fact that he's coming back to this and hearing and listening and trying to engage with you, there's a void there that that dude needs to go fucking get some therapy to talk about. Alicia's face right well, now. Hopefully I'm still living. listening, and maybe you can use um, better help. Maybe we have a coupon code. Yeah, wild nine. You said <laughs> wild nine. Use wild nine, and um, hopefully that helps you. Thank you so much. That's just my thoughts. And if this dude's actually listening, just like take a fucking moment. Oh no, I would really fucking hope. I don't think so. Yeah, but I mean, I, honestly, I feel bad for him because he's not, he does not have the tools to get out of that headspace. Okay, so if anyone's listening and there's a guy you've been talking to for over a year and you feel like this applies to them, it's most likely a control thing. We cannot confirm that, but just from our guest. <laughs> Hi. Alicia, call it what it but, is. Okay, call it what it is. You know how you find out? Yeah. Cut them off. Ooh, and see what they do. Yeah, because the only Power. thing that guys... Like, Sorry. Oh, no, no, right. Like... <laughs> The thing that guys are really good at doing is like trying to like finagle and just finesse their way back into a scenario when they feel like they're losing control. Mm. And if you cut them off and make it very clear that you're not interested in them anymore mm-hmm. and they continue to search after it, you know, mm. it's not a fuckboy thing. It's a void of just absolute fucking control and power and so much bigger than that. Remy's like, she's got like, you know, the meme she's like, got the, <laughs> the equations flying over her head right now. Yes, I'm the woman. Computing, she's like, computing, computing. Yeah, but protect yourself. Put some, put some distance between that dude. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued 
at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Okay, so if someone is listening at home right now and you feel like you can relate to this scenario, maybe you've been talking to someone on and off for about a year or so, and you're kind of wondering how to navigate this. I'm curious now to hear like whether Lauren from your side or Jeremy, what you like, what advice would you have for a girl in that situation who would love to change said boy or girl, whoever, and thinks they can change them? Like, well, I got an answer, but go ahead. I also have an answer. Do not waste your time and move the fuck on. Here's like, I just feel like this is the bottom line to every relationship ever or like that weird middle dating stage. If they wanted to, they would have. Mm-hmm. And I have learned that. Should we do that in unison one more time? One, <laughs> two, three. Mm-hmm. That was so nice. Acapella. Did you do acapella true. with that in? Zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> no, but it's so true. It's like I've been in that position where I like had this expectation that I went back and forth of being like, I think that person wants this too, but like yeah. I'm not sure. I think this person wants it too. And like if there is not a clear alignment on very core values mm. and they're not giving you the reassurance that you're aligned, like d- why the fuck would you waste your time? Like go find someone who's going to like check all those boxes and you check their boxes. Mm. I think that's really easy for you to say when you're not from that individual's perspective. I think it's a little bit muddier. Also, I feel like you're really good with knowing your worth. Like that's something I've well, always... No. Well, <laughs> she's like, I had a phase two. Well. <laughs> No, but like, I think to me, it's it should be less about the, I want to change that person or this or that. It's like, what do you want? Why do you want to change this person? Like, you need to be able to answer that first. Before. You want to change the person? Well, I can't speak for everyone, but at least for me, when I was in the situation of like, I want to, it was more about myself of like, I want to be... I want that recognition. I want that validation. I want to be the one that's good enough to change this person. And that's exactly how I felt as well. And I think that's the general consensus. Yeah. yeah. Of like, I can do it because like you want to feel like you are the one sole person in the entire universe that could change that person from being, whether it is being a fuckboy or just like changing their ways. Yeah. And I think it's even like to expand on that, like you want to feel like they love you enough to make a change. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it's like when th- that change doesn't happen and this, and I want to be very clear, this is not a fucking healthy mindset to be in. No, no, like, no. let's be very yeah. clear here. Like <laughs> this is not advice, but like, it's hard to not feel like they don't love you enough to make that change. Even when that change just maybe means that you're not right for each other. Mm. That's some scary shit, y'all. <laughs> well, everything you just this said this is how girls think though this is, yeah. how, this is stressful yeah. up in our heads yeah but like you cannot control what somebody else thinks about you right but I think that there should be so much conversation and dialogue as to what you both want and expect totally but then put your energy towards the conversation and communication not towards trying to manipulate a scenario to turn out in a way that you think is beneficial for you long term I think you're giving us too much credit as to like thinking ahead and like trying to manipulate and like strategize the I conversation. I don't want you to manipulate. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't, I think that's like giving girls too much credit to say that like we're trying to do that. No, I don't think it's giving the girl. Girls deserve all the credit in the world, Lauren. One. No, no, no. no <laughs> I'm saying that it's like, like girls don't go into that being like, I'm going to manipulate this little yeah. bitch to move in with me. No, totally. But like, if you think about it, if 
if you are from the female or male perspective, it doesn't matter. If you if you don't know what you want short and long term, yeah. how can you expect somebody else to fall into the cracks and meet you there long term in a healthy capacity? Mm. But what if you do know what you want? If you do know what you want, then it's very simple. If you know what you want and you're in control of that and you can communicate that, great. And if they respond well, perfect. And if they don't, then what you want obviously is different from what they want. That's what I said from the get-go. Look at us. Look at us <laughs> being on the same page. <laughs> we have all we, ended we got up there. We here. got there. No, but it's like you have to know what you want. I, I do like that. I think that's just good dating advice though. Or just yeah. advice in general. Like know what you want before you go out there because if you are if you are just running around freely, then it makes it a lot harder. And I feel like then I'm really trying to engage with my past trauma. I can tell. <laughs> um, I can tell too. <laughs> I think that if you this is me talking to past Rem. I think that if you're not set in what you want to, then it's easy for you to sway. And that's when you get into the mindset of like, I, well, I, I can down for that or I could do this or I could change him into doing what I want now. And then it changes every day. It's that's, crazy. That's messy. Yeah, that's messy Guys, for sure. I, I mean, although I think we like, have this weird like control and power issue, I don't know many of my close guy friends who are like, I just want to change her to be a little bit more like one of the boys. Like, or like, I want to like change your influence. Like, that's not something that I feel like a lot of them like mm. go into relationships. I can thinking. literally think of three guys that think that. Really? Yeah. hundred percent. Where they're like, oh, she's like, she's so high maintenance. Like, I wish she was just more chill and like smoked more weed and was like, just was like one of the bros, but like I could have sex with. I think that's just not your friends. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I've Side never note. heard a guy do that. Do you have cute single friends? <laughs> Yes. Because Alicia's never asked. Just a quick sigu. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> do. And they all like guys. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. no. Yeah. Damn it. Sorry. I have like well, two, let me know. I have like two straight friends. That, I mean, that's why you're on here right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we live and, and, and one of them's dating Remy, so. Oh. oh. This, I have to just say, the advice I'm getting here really made me move mountains. With Cal, it was like, I don't know. <laughs> I would never think like that, so. Yeah, but I'm telling you, he didn't have such an agenda. Yeah, no, I agree. Which is good. That's that's wholesome. So if a guy sees a girl at a bar, they hook up. Remember those days? Yes, <laughs> remember those days. Does he assume she only wants to hook up too? Like, are they just like, oh, huh, we both want to hook up with each other. Okay, cool, bye. Lauren about ate her microphone, so. <laughs> I feel like guys go into that being like, I, you know what? I don't know. I, maybe I can't even speak to this. Jeremy, go ahead. What were you going to say? I really want to hear what whatever just like took over your face for a moment. I feel like I feel like guys are like, this would be really fun if we go home tonight, but I'm scared she'll want more. That's that's a narrative I think a lot of girls think. It's not far off. I mean, I think guys love, I mean, some guys. Like I, I used to, it's not that I didn't love sex. I did. It was great. It was fun. Mm -hmm. and, and still do, of course. I was going to say, okay, so we <laughs> used to love sex. But well, if I, if Red lights, baby. Pink lights. No, but if I'm being entirely honest, I enjoyed the game and chase uh -huh. that way leading more. up to it way more than oh, the sex. yeah. Like to me, and it's it's probably speaking to like some ridiculous childhood insecurity of me, but like at the bar, if you look over and the girl looks back at you and you go, oh, okay, got it that's what I was chasing. Mm -hmm. That idea of like, oh, like she likes me or like, oh, she's attracted to me or like, oh, I can go home with her because she finds me worthy enough. Mm -hmm. Whatever that insecure, mm -hmm. unhealthy void is, mm -hmm. that's what I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. And the, the moment that like that was achieved, mm -hmm. it was an immediate switch of, well, I better get the fuck out of this situation before she does catch feelings. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I'm not thinking about the feelings until I get done with the game. 
Got the game's it. not healthy in the first place. Yeah. But the game's like, fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Remy's cool. face right now, I'm so dead. Do you think it always stems from some sort of like, whether it's a childhood insecurity or an insecurity in themselves or they got their heart broken? Like it always, it stems from a feeling yeah. that makes them not want to ever feel that way again. I mean, like my tall, lanky, awkward ass that was missing a front tooth. <laughs> The moment that, like, I sexy, right? It was just like, what you, happened to your tooth? I just wasn't born. Why'd with you it. glaze over? What? I just wasn't born with it. You didn't have a tooth. This one's fake. Shut up. Ash has a fake tooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in the middle, and then like, and as I say, you could just land a plane through my gap. And so I was like painfully insecure and awkward. And so the moment a girl was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Did me? <laughs> hi, <laughs> Jeremy. Nice to meet. You. So, um, what's your uh, hi? Nice to meet you. Uh, so, like, the idea of just like continuing to feel that like validation uh-huh. was just so exciting for me. So, oh my god, okay. I just imagine like that scene in my head is like the start to a movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. At the bar. <laughs> Jeremy's life, just as a whole, is kind of like a weird movie with lots oh, of different yeah. chapters. But like the, the the issue, of course, is like it starts in this like not like healthy place, but like it starts in like a uh like your intention is not I'm gonna go fucking hurt people. Yeah. yeah. You just like and you like that. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like oh. Who doesn't like feeling like Validated wanted it. or yeah. yeah 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 so it's like the problem is like for all the people that like get too far in then go oh shit it's like it's like an addiction like you're like you don't realize that you're addicted to that feeling until you're balls deep in that feeling. Mm, Do you have a moment where sense. you're like fuck <laughs> I'm in um, it? <laughs> I think it's when you like look at the destruction you're causing mm. and you don't know how to fix it and so you just do more of it. Mm, Jesus. <laughs> It's not healthy. And as a whole, we apologize to the women of Los Angeles. <laughs> and Kentucky. And Kentucky. <laughs> I knew that was and the coming of Chicago. And, uh, Rougher, Illinois. Illinois. and a little bit of like a, also a national tour. Yeah, it's a lot, yeah. <laughs> the women, that, the that, that one time in the United States. <laughs> there was that one time in Europe, yeah. Okay, I want to know then, when you met Lauren, were you ready for a relationship or did it just kind of happen? Uh, it made no sense. Really? See, that's where, that, this is where the graph comes back in, you know? We have hit the plateau. We have hit the plateau of like, damn, we're in it. We're causing destruction. But at what point? <laughs> but I well, want to keep going. No, 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 hold on, hold on. The last time that I was a, a total hoe. Okay. Like, I was coming off of being engaged. Mm. So it was like, that was a different hoe phase for me. Like, I went into that. I get that, I get that. I went into that very, because I wasn't also, I wasn't in college. So like, mm-hmm. I could, I like knew how to communicate enough at that point to be like, very upfront and open and honest. Like, when I was on dating apps, of just like not trying to make it seem like I wanted a relationship. Yeah. Mm. And like, I was the one putting more distance there. The problem is uh, knowing that from the reverse. Now other, on the flip side of that, they're like, wait, so like, does he like me or not? Like, like, why does he, why is he so like almost, why is he so communicative about like what he wants and what he doesn't Uh want? Can I change that? So, Oh my God. Spark note version right there being, if he says he doesn't want a relationship. He does not want a relationship. He does, he does not, not want, want a relationship. You should believe him. Even if that was like three months before, you know, does that, like, uh, you know what I mean? I think you should, at any point in time, you're wondering whether he wants a relationship or not. If you don't feel comfortable enough to ask, T. then he doesn't want a relationship. Take that shit at face value. See, here's the thing. I think a lot of girls, they hear it, you know, it goes in the ear, but then maybe a month goes by, a few more dates go by, a and then they're like, well, that's by. how he used to feel, but maybe it's changed. But, 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 but he said, I love still you. says it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I see notifications from Bumble still going yeah, off on his still, phone. But he's Literally. swiping right next to me. Yeah. Okay. So he, if, if he says he doesn't, he, he doesn't. doesn't. And it's not to say, of course, it's always like, when I met my boyfriend, who's been my husband for 47 years, like, of course, there's going to be times people change their mind. Of course. Yeah. But like, you can't, 
assume someone's going to change their mind. You're think, only going yeah. to get in trouble there. I think girls, really, it's just, even though they know, and it's like, okay, I know, they just, they hope. But There's what if, that hope what like, if mm-hmm. they tell you they love you, even though they tell you they don't want yeah, a so, relationship? Yeah, so Ren, we've talked about this. This guy was sick in the head <laughs> and he needed help. So no, but like that's the most People traumatic. That. That's like fucked. Yeah, that's destruction. Fucked yeah, like that's like that's yeah. fucked up. You're like this is love. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't want it. I don't want it. Nicholas I mean, like, Sparks lied to I me. Think the problem is like a lot of guys are just like Neanderthals when it comes to communication, and so like they say so much shit they do and don't mean anyway. It just kind of falls out, and so like I think like he says one nice thing one time that you like then hang and on to for on three months. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I say you, Rem definitely held on for yep. uh, oh, a little too long. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's on my knee on the side on of her my side. bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, can you tell him the one time about the summer? Oh, tell me about the, the summer. summer. The quote. I don't know what you're talking Block about. Block his number. Oh. <laughs> one time um, during my year um, tour mm-hmm. with this one person, um, I would every like it would it was it started out like frequent, and then it, you know as time goes on, where'd you meet this guy? Less, um, a party. Oh. Remember those? Uh, good times. So um, I told myself that I would um, block him and I would like leave notes around my house. Be like, you stupid bitch. But I got to tell him this one story. One time I was coming home and I had a picture of us. Right. And so, yes, thank you. I had a picture and I was like, I came home from a trip and I was like, fuck him. Like, Rem, you deserve so much better. Like, you you, you need to stop. Like, this also, is so bad. Like, just to pause you, the worst part is that literally every person, including myself and Remy's life, were like, bitch, you deserve better. Block <laughs> his number. This one bitch gave me the okay and that's why we have a podcast <laughs> now. We're best friends. Liz. And the rest She's of like, us are like, do block it. his number. What are you doing? And Rem just needed the one half okay to go in on it. I would literally leave hanging out with you guys where you're like, fuck him, block him. And I'd come here and she'd be like, I mean, that's okay. And Alicia, I'd be like, you <laughs> enabler. We're both late bloomers. She needed this. I needed it. Anyways, so I have two stories. I was I came home. I was like, Rem, you deserve better. You need to like get rid of anything. We had a picture. I start and he hadn't texted me in like two weeks, maybe longer. I don't remember. Was it? No, no, no. I don't think it was two months. And I started burning the picture so that his face was on fire, right? And I was like, fuck you, by myself. And all of a sudden, ding. I look. He texts me. I go, ah! I take the picture out, <laughs> blow out the fire. <laughs> this is out of a movie. I did some satanic weird shit, I think. But like at any point in time, you're so um, emotionally uh, uh, invested in something, you literally burn a picture inside of your home. Yes. Like, you. You're not ready. You got to take a step back. Oh, honestly, I think it's so funny looking back that I thought that I was. Right. Like now that I'm like right. chilling But also to a degree, like now you have that to look back on and learn from it. So yeah. like it's all good. Oh, I live it. Anyways, my other story. I was like leaving notes around my house to like if, you know, if I wanted to text him, I'd look up and on my giant letter board, I had written block his number and enjoy your summer. And I was like, yes, bitch, do that. <laughs> and then I get a text. What are you doing? I'm getting. Do you guys hear a common theme? Yes. I get a text. Well, oh. and the best part is she had specific like tone. She she still does has specific sound like tones to different people. So oh, the yes. second she heard it, she knew it was him. She's like Pavlov. I would go fucking <laughs> like, running. With the dog, like just like the, what is that him? Literally, huh? she'd be like, <gasps> I would literally like lose my breath. I hate this guy. 
Oh, me he too. sucks. So then um, they they asked me if I wanted to watch them play soccer at LA Live for like a charity thing. So I went. This is actually so embarrassing. I like went down and like. <laughs> I don't know if I know this story. Secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> Honestly, you went and watched. Stop I judging both I of you. Like went, <laughs> this is a safe space. I went. Just us. And I half went and people. I like watched him play soccer That's at so nice. LA Live in the thing she didn't like, even ask for me to come she was just no, I, no, she was alone. I think there was just so much disapproval yeah, like, especially mission. in like Asian girl squad like we were just like oh yeah what no. dumb bitch like what are you doing <laughs> she and she's there like, with her chair <laughs> I bring I my, my, my fold out chair with the umbrella face paint <laughs> I brought on. orange slices and Capri Sun <laughs> I'm sure you brought snacks <laughs> and then after it they were like oh like do you want to like go hang out and I was like yeah you can like shower at my place and we walk back and he walks in and I have block his number and enjoy your summer all over my walls oh my god (laughs) like on the way to the bathroom and he looks and he goes really and then that was the last time I ever saw him the last time well I saw him that night and then in the morning and then I never saw him again (laughs) oh like little asterisk over oh I like never saw him eventually after that after that 24 hour period it was like unofficial breakup sex Maybe. What? We ended with a bang, though. (laughs) You did. Hey, Cal. Um. (laughs) Anyways, we we asked our viewers if they had any specific questions. Oh, we have some good. We have some good questions. Oh, I can't wait. This is so fun. And I will admit, I was a little triggered whilst writing them, but that's okay. That was whilst. (laughs) Whilst. Um, Okay. First thing: most attractive things girls do or don't do in the beginning of a relationship. Lauren, go ahead. Also, boys. I want to hear boys, too. Uh-huh. This is most attractive things for girls. No, I want to hear most attractive things boys do or don't do oh, in the beginning of a okay, relationship. Okay, so I'm a notorious serial dater. So I've <laughs> basically dated everyone that I've ever been on a date with. So I don't know what that says about me. Is that really how? You must just be so jealous. perfect for every guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think this is a healthy attribute. But do you be- go into it knowing? No, like, no, no. Ah, you're like, fall when I met me. Jeremy... I was on the precipice of my biggest hoe face. Like she didn't to come. have it written on her walls, but I definitely. She was on. <laughs> this is this is Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. And this is you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her story arc was. Yeah, it was real short. But no, he was like my <laughs> third date after being single, and I was like ready to fucking hoe out. Like I was ready to just because I'm just such a notorious like serial dater. I was like I really have never had more than like six to eight months of being single i was like i'm in la single for the first time do you remember we went to the club that one time arena oh and my you god. were single oh, yeah, yeah you were single. Oh my god. literally jeremy talks about arena in k-town frequently he's I like go so bad take me to arena take me to arena i'm gonna go so bad that was, was a great, great night. night i got in trouble for getting on stage Oop. that's not unusual yeah that's, that's like literally not stage out of character you, at all him. that's how i felt I'm sorry for having a good time at the club. I found like four of my sweet so- like Asian sorority sisters there. It was such a good night. <laughs> it was like a meetup. I can it hear really- the scream now of like in the bitch! bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Lauren. Um, I think coming out of my last relationship, I was really blown away by anyone who had like like really solid communication skills. And so like even <laughs> on the first date, like this guy asked me so many questions about myself, and I was like. Oh my god, that's so nice. <laughs> you care. And then and then I mean and then a few other dates that I went on as well, same thing. But Jeremy was like super direct and like very clear in his intentions, very clear like communication of what he wanted. And then 
what was like the oh and also response speed was like at the speed of light in texting like when we were in like maybe the first couple weeks of just like talking he would have two screens at work and just like firing back responses in like seconds and I was like oh my god like what's going on it was almost like so um flattering that I was like is this a red flag like 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 the damage that's that's been done like classic classic girl there too just like wait he's responding too fast right he's too nice he's too communicative (laughs) and he's too interested in me he asked me exactly when I wanted to go out he met me there Hmm. he was on time he was on time offered to pay did pay and yeah so it was just like didn't try to have sex with me the first night (laughs) something's wrong Wait, so when you met her, you knew you wanted, you pursued her heart as a relationship? No. Oh. oh. It sounds like you were. No, like when when we met, like before we met, like on the first date? Yes. Well, you guys are a little different because you had met a while ago, but then you already knew of each other and then you like matched, right? Right. Like I, I guess going into the first date, it's not to say I didn't like know what I wanted, but like I actually had been coming off of dating apps for like the, the week, few weeks beforehand, I'm just like, I'm tired. I'm over it kind of thing. Oh, wow. And when she, of course, reached out to me. Um, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> just kidding. Remember that DM that just went unread? Yeah. Oh. I accidentally left him on. No, it wasn't even unread. It just didn't, I just didn't see it. Unread. It made it sure. to the general. Unread. Yeah, it, was, it, got, it got stuck. It drowned in the general. Not on red. <laughs> unread. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, like I feel like I wasn't like going into this actually with as much intention as other ones and mm-hmm. also because like we had like kind of known each other i feel like i wasn't gonna go in and be like let's have some sex yeah oh i yeah. see i see I so it was see. like a little bit different but i will say after our first date i was per i, I will pride myself on the sense of i was particularly interested in her yeah. from mm. the very first moment why wouldn't you be she's a 10 i think a lot of guys are just like, really know, whatever but like literally after our first date i was like wow i like this girl now Aww. what was it what was it like, was it... What did she do or don't do? Yes. <laughs> um, it was He like, also went into it thinking that I was a big old nerd. And that is... Still pretty accurate. <laughs> but... That's true. No, but, what, what did she do? I don't know. It's hard to put into words the most natural of feelings. Mm. And I wish I had a better Just the chemistry. You guys just clicked. Yeah. Like, all the things that I... I didn't know I wanted. She filled the void like immediately. Mm. And then all the things I didn't like, like just weren't present. Mm, yeah. Okay. Like I remember like our first kiss being like very, like it was the most like electric first kiss <gasps> oh, that I, I can that. ever remember. <laughs> it gives me hope. <laughs> you know what though? Okay. I, what, what I will say is that Jeremy had super low expectations because he thought I was a nerd that had like never kissed a boy before. I think that's what a huge part. That? She had a song called DIY queen. It was about crafting. <laughs> that song fucks and DIY slaps so hard. Na, 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 yeah, tell no, me. I don't totally. know what you're talking. Have about. you ever played it when you have sex, Alicia? Alicia I Marie. Knew you. Alicia Marie. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I no. Had to know. No, I need to shut this down to know because she's gonna play her own when she has sex oh, next yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. I need to write a song first. Continue on. <laughs> what, what did I Sorry. leave off on? <laughs> Oh, yeah. So expectations were low. So I feel like when I didn't just like try and do like a shitty little peck, he was like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? So I feel like the expectations were low. And that's probably why like I got a better score than anticipated. What? Do you think there's a fucking scorecard to this? I mean, you've just kissed so many bitches. I don't know. (laughs) God. I don't know how you're so chill talking about it. What do you mean? I'm just like not a jealous person. Like I'm, I'm honestly not jealous, and I'm relieved that he's already done that. Yeah, does that make sense? But he like yeah. got it out of a system. There's also yeah. a big difference between someone being a total fuckboy and you finding out about it later from other people. Yeah, as opposed to like the second or third date 
like hearing it directly from the mouth. Like it's different. Yeah. I completely agree with and that. And also like that's the big piece of like communication. If you if you're the one that like will kill the own accusation right in the beginning, like, yeah, I've had quite a hoe face for sure. And like yeah. definitely well, over and it. I don't feel like a true fuck boy in their height of everything would actually admit it. No. You yeah, know? So if they admit true. it for the most well, part Because they're not admitting it to themselves. Exactly. Yeah. They're in denial. Yeah. Rum. Just moving on. <laughs> Does sleeping with someone early impact the possibility of a serious relationship? I don't know why you're looking at me. Oh, you want me to answer? Yeah. Um, is sleeping someone early? Uh, yeah. You Good think? or bad? Yeah. Um, I mean, it could go either way. But mm-hmm. let's say the most impactful memory a guy has of a girl is like meh, sex, <gasps> and because you know he was drunk, she was drunk. Yeah. The, she was having a bad day. He was having a bad day. Like you kind of like like climaxed, not literally, literally. Um, <laughs> on a very like emotional thing in a really early part of like knowing somebody and like I think it's easy to be like yeah it wasn't that good I guess yeah let's move on when like everyone in the world has had bad sex before even if, if it's someone like they're married to but like they're already married or like they've already been together kind of thing yeah. right? it's just different when I like, feel like you like go into something and it just like isn't what you expect mm. and it kind of just like colors everything else that's so interesting <laughs> I had to like stop Lauren from having sex with me on our second date. It was cute. It was cute. He I says. remember that text. He was cute. I remember it was cute. that text. <laughs> I was down. She was definitely down. I slept with Cal on the first date. Fuck yeah, Cal. <laughs> For the boys. But I didn't think we'd ever date. I thought I'd never see him again. Yeah, Remy was like, mm, I'm going to just run through this one. Whatever. <laughs> I literally did not think I was ever going to see him again. Mm-hmm. Okay. How would you react to a girl telling you she's a virgin? That's nice. Would you say that really? I mean, that's good. It's great. Good for yeah. you. No, honestly. Um, at, so I assume when I'm single, like in my hoe phase, and she's, she said she's a virgin. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that I wouldn't like, that's a non-starter. But I think I then would put on like my own like responsibility of like not fucking that up. Mm. Like, I'm sure there's some dude out there that thinks that's ridiculously like oddly attractive for all yeah. the wrong reasons yeah that's weird. you know and, if, and there are some people out there that would find that attractive for the right reasons but like for me as someone who had like who didn't value sex in the same capacity at least to my best guess is what i think that she would i would have to tread lightly but it wouldn't be a non-starter t like at all it would definitely not be a non-starter i had to have that weird conversation once yeah. But everyone told me not to do it. All of my friends were like, don't say anything. Like, don't like, don't make it like a thing. That and you I were was a virgin? Like, yeah. But I was like, I don't think it's like a weird thing to like, not a weird thing to say or a weird thing to not say. But I was like, at any point way, in time, you can't be honest about your truth. Mm-hmm. You're not ready for whatever that situation is. Mm, I feel yeah. like guys just have like this, this idea that like, if they were to take a girl's virginity, that girl would become then so attached and they yeah. get like scared. I feel like that's like the, the movie, like narrative that you always hear but any That's dude true. but it, any guy that thinks that has the right to think that and they can they can feel that way mm-hmm. just don't get involved with that guy right to- oh totally yeah. totally <laughs> don't get involved <laughs> with that guy <laughs> we got a lot of neon signs to make i know <laughs> maybe we can get a brand deal okay <sighs> have you ever slept with <laughs> oh, jesus <laughs> Have you ever slept with girls in the same friend circle slash roommates? And I need to tell you how this one came to be. I said on my story, guys, we're doing an episode with an ex fuckboy. boy. We're really excited. Ask your questions. Someone wrote, has Jeremy ever slept with girls in the same friend circle slash roommate? I'm, I'm dead. not even kidding. Oh, how nice. Lauren? 
That was sounded pretty. Targeted. I mean, what do you mean? This they're literally asked you. Okay. Um. Yeah. Which fucking time? sorority houses have like how many girls oh my god there'd yeah. always be drama in my sorority because like three girls would sleep with the same frat yeah guy. yeah that's so true yeah the you know what it's not it's actually not as bad when it's the like thinking back to my own personal experience it wasn't that bad because i feel like that happened all the time and like girls although they would be very upset about it to me or whatever i think they're more upset with each other yeah yeah oh yeah but vice versa there were a couple times my bad um when <laughs> i might Mabby, have hooked Mabby. up with a girl that like one of my buddies was interested in but like there wasn't anything there right oh and no those are the times i'm like oh i fucked up mm. that was i'm sorry man i shouldn't have done that did you abandon or did you apologize to your no, friends? No, of course I was an immature fuck and said, bro, are you, I'm sorry, y'all dating? Oh. Uh, she didn't seem to have much, like, one that interested. I think you have a lot of handwritten um, sorry cards to write after if this If only episode. my handwriting were legible. <laughs> yeah. Just sh- send out a big email. Yeah, uh, just a big C- blast. BCC yeah, everyone. Big blast with everyone Accidentally CC on. everybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> they all just like, fuck just you. Just ridiculous. That's funny. <laughs> Why did he randomly text me to only ghost me again? <sighs> That guy sucks. But that guy, okay. Guys do that shit, especially on the control side. To just see if you'll reply? Yeah, just like, mm. just test the waters. Like, guys are, are so unabashedly fucking stupid sometimes. They're just like, huh, let's see how it goes. Like, and it's not like they're thinking to themselves like, ooh, let's fuck with her head for sure. Like, maybe there are some out there, but they're just like, do I still got it? <laughs> yeah, I still got it. Like, that's all it is. And it's stupid and it's low and it's like absolute just scum of the earth. But try not to think it's about you because it's completely about them. It's the most selfish thing. They just want their ego stroked. Yep. Ooh, I still got it. <laughs> and so mean. It is so mean. And so mean. It's ridiculous. Okay, if a girl says yes to friends with benefits, but you know she's really into you, do you bring it up or say nothing? Lose-lose. <laughs> That's lose-lose. Because if you bring it up, no, I don't think that way. I don't like, and like you run the risk of them being like, no, I don't feel that way. And if you don't bring it up, and it is true, well, then you probably should have communicated about it. So like, you're fucked. Mm. How nice. How optimistic. No, but like that in particular is like I. It's not to say I, I. There are very few people that I've successfully had friends with benefits with. Yeah. I mean, there have been a few. Yeah. And like, how do you have it successfully? Um. You start out communicating the right way. I'm just saying I'm, I don't want a relationship. No, actually, let me, let me take it back. You start out communicating and you keep that communication up through everybody. Because like they'll have a, maybe like a little bit of a thing or you will and you'll fall in and out. And that little text of like, um, hey, what's up? Like has to be a mutual thing. I would say 99.9% of the times it does not work. I was going to say, yeah, I probably don't do it. Just don't do just it. Don't. What, just don't. Don't, don't, don't yeah. risk it. Don't risk it. It's probably not going to work. Oh, I do challenge it. this 100%. No. no. Bullshit. Why can't no. you I feel benefits? like it's a 50 50 chance of who gets feelings. So it's up if you're willing to, like. I almost feel like know. it's higher on the girl side. It is. I think feelings. it is. Oh, I. I, I, <laughs> I think as a thick skinned Jeremy over here, he's like confident in saying I have that successfully it could work. had friends with benefits. Would the other person say that? Yes. Really? Yeah. T. I bet all, not all of them. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, maybe They're not all one. like, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> well, there was a one time. Maybe not she seemed fine. She said she was fine. <laughs> yeah. But also, okay, maybe, maybe I've had like successful friend with benefit. Friend. One. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. One, uh-huh. one little shining star there. Yeah. And the one thing that made it successful was just open communication the yeah, entire time. Totally. And then who ended it first and how did you end it? You don't end friends with benefits. Uh, oh. If you so have he to, still if has it, one, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, right. No, like, but if you have to end it, there's then something. Then it's something. Right. <gasps> So you just stop hearing from each other. Yeah. 
Wow. Remy just realized Remy she right had a friend with hand over her mouth in shock. Bitches, you know, the three of us here, we're not cut out for that. No, let's just, no. Let's just make it clear. We are not cut out for that. I was told to my face they wanted to be friends with benefits. And I was like, I can change him. <laughs> yeah, so no one like, you think but, it's toxic. But I know a lot of other girls do that too. Yeah. Because totally. it's like the normal thing. But then that goes back to what I was saying. is like, I didn't know. I knew what I wanted, but I wasn't honest with myself. I'll flip that too. The when it does happen to the guy, when like yeah. we know we're we're just friends, everything's cool, I don't have any feelings, and then he catches feelings. That dude's the one that ends up doing something really hurtful to mask his own like feelings away from himself. <gasps> you so, know what I mean? What we're saying is, boys ain't shit. No, boys ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Not literally. Well, sometimes, <laughs> if you want. Yeah. <laughs> but open communication. Yeah, at your discretion. Open- but no, like to me, I, the friends with benefits, if it just like, it, it like fizzles out, like there's nothing for it to stop. It's like, you just don't text that person anymore. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause there's like, you don't feel like you have to right. end. Cause no. also you're not chatting. You're not like getting to know each other. Totally. You just meet up, you have sex and then you leave. Now that being said, if you then get into a relationship and you do hit that person, that's a red flag. Because if you're hitting someone you didn't have any like real, like emotional connection to, and you hit them after you have an emotional connection with somebody else that's a big issue and if you're thinking about that person when you're in a relationship mm. you need to take a step back and think about what you're doing mm. hit meaning sex no like if you like if every time you text that person yeah it's it's for sex or like it's like it's transactional, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right okay, okay. Yeah. like then when it's done it's done and if you get in, if you get in a relationship with like somebody else yeah right you need to make sure you don't text that person oh god because yeah, then no. there is something more there oh yeah okay yeah i was very confused yeah. okay that makes more sense yes well that's wrong either way so what's the biggest sign he's a fuck boy I don't know why everyone keeps looking at me but because this is a collaborative affair <laughs> i know but he is the fuck boy the <laughs> ex-fuck boy what the fuck? <laughs> okay uh the biggest <laughs> you know what the one thing for me that like i will say based on my very very small pool of dating experience is that is that actions will always speak mm. louder than words but sometimes i've had a reverse situation where they'll say specific things but just act completely not like that so you know what i mean it's like it's just when there's a disconnect between what they're saying and what they're doing it could be on either side yeah and it just it just pushes and pulls you in so many different directions and strings you along and if they're not being very clear on both sides of like what they want and what they're showing you bitch you gotta go yeah that's so true i don't think there's any like one clear indication yeah yeah i think if he wanted to he would and if he wanted to he would yeah <laughs> so if he wanted to he would no like guys the only thing we're really good at is like following what our dick wants us to do like mm. we're really good at that Not according always. to men's health yes yeah men's health but like yeah <laughs> and also like if everything just seems too like easy almost and like too natural mm. so you at that time when you met lauren do you feel like if you had met her years before, it would have been similar? Or do you think you just had to like go through all that? I think if I met her years before, it would have been a total disaster. T. Absolutely. Absolutely. On both sides, I feel like. She like really wanted to like hammer that home. She's like, yes, you would have fucked it up. <laughs> you would have. <laughs> you would have. No, but I would have too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I had to learn things in past relationships. Like if we had met, you know, five years ago, there was so much more that I had to like learn and mature over time. And like have happened to me as well to know how to navigate that moving forward totally. so do, do you guys think that it's true that you can meet the right person but at the wrong time yeah yes mm. someone's like yes right now yeah <laughs> that's so interesting 
I disagree personally. No, but like that's why like I always say like I'm so grateful that Jeremy had his hoe phase and we met after that. Yeah. Especially yeah. Like, as he was starting to like come down and be tired of it. Yeah. Like had, even like six months earlier, like maybe it just wouldn't have been the right time. Mm-hmm. Right. But you met at the right time. We met at the right so time. So you didn't. Yeah. Okay. Understood. Love I think it. time is everything. Same. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're all like just like stewing in that. No, like, like the, uh, I've got a lot to think about right now. <laughs> I, I, know, I wish everyone could see Remy's face right I now. I know. <laughs> Remy's face right now the entire time. I feel like I just got a lot of answers that I've been wondering for a very long time. That's good. Yeah, no, I f- we should have had this conversation a long time ago. <laughs> With us just like, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah, bitch, you should do it. I'm like, no, bitch, don't do it. And Jeremy's like in the middle being like, okay, so here's the here's Remy, what are you happening. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> That's so funny. That's funny. Well, thank you so much for coming on and enlightening all of us, especially myself. Um, I feel like we can tie up a lot of loose ends, move on with our lives now. And I think that this probably helped a lot of people listening. Yeah. And if you feel like you just want more and you're so sad that this is ending, there is an episode you can go listen to on Lauren and Jeremy's podcast, Wild Till Nine, because this is a pod swap and you should go listen. Listen and then watch it on YouTube. Give them that coin. (laughs) Do you have anything you'd like to add to our conclusion? This is the best setup for now me knowing all of the dirty and juicy and just nasty question to ask both of you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I can't wait. I'm so glad I know we, we kind of grilled you the I whole know, time. I know. You, get, you did nothing but just pour the gasoline on it. I, I'm going to go home and write down, I'm not kidding, a hundred questions that I think will just get the absolute, just the scum of the earth questions that... <laughs> need to be answered by by everyone. We I should have gone second. <laughs> I know. I'm, this I, is the warm-up. This is the warm-up for how hard Jeremy's about to go tomorrow. I can't wait. This is, this is truly a two-part series. And on that note, don't forget to subscribe to Pretty Basic. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, bye. <laughs>